Hey folks, Larry from Achieving Reality, the podcast. Have you been trying to figure out what subscription box to sign up for? If you're a movie buff, then I've got what you need, baby. Horror Pack. For just $19.99 each month, you'll get three DVDs and an exclusive. Or you can spend $24.99 and snag three Blu-rays and an exclusive each month. Just go to horrorpack.com and pick your plan. Now, you've been told what to do, so go do it. Horrorpack.com Drum roll, please. Da, 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 I'm tired of that. Okay, good. Because I was tired of it in the beginning. Hey everybody, it's time for another Achieving Rally, the podcast. Let's see, this is, uh, oh look at that, we've got 19 episodes until we hit 500 episodes. Wow, that's a lot of stuff. Alright, this week we review mac and cheese candy canes. We do a little bit of uh, wiki how, we'll teach you how to toast in the oven. And we review... Flamin' Hot Mountain Don't. I mean do. Alright, so sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Achieving Reality, the podcast. We'll see you at the end. Alrighty. Here we go. Even better on the back, he's bigger. Oh, good lord! That's all goes a lobby. Yeah, <laughs> get ourselves uh, some stuff. <laughs> Ingredients. Well, what's it called? Archie McPhee's mac and cheese candy canes. They also have mushroom flavor. Well, but we know why I didn't buy those. What are the odds? There's actual mushroom. Probably none, but I don't want a psychosymptomatic. You don't even want to take a risk. Yeah, exactly. I would be interested in trying that. These are extra cheesy, by the way. I would love to take those to work. Mushroom Mushroom, candy. They were purple, so people might have thought they were great. Just leave them on my desk. Oh, you do have one? Sure. You go right ahead. Ingredients. What the fuck is wrong with your candy? (laughs) Sugar, corn syrup, water, artificial flavored, FD&C yellow 5, FD&C No natural macaroni in there? No, no natural macaroni. Or macaroni spices. Well, my, my question is, I understand the concept of, you know, you can make them cheese flavored, but can you really make them mac and cheese flavored? Well, you and I are about to fucking find the hell out. There you go. Did you squeeze one more swear in there? Fucking probably. 
Bitch. Oh, broke mine. <sighs> Always got to turn all these reviews into a dissertation on your manhood. <laughs> I need a car key to get into this. Scissors, knives, Captain America's shield. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. They definitely smell mac and cheesy. I wouldn't know. Oh my god. They really do. Around the bin. You know what? I'm not going to remove the entire plastic. I'm not getting a smell. Tastes like butter. Oh. There's a little bit of smell. As I shove half of it up my nose. <laughs> I'm taking another corona test. <laughs> no, it's minus. We're okay. <laughs> yeah? I can get a little bit of... of now I'm getting a blue cheese flavor. Maybe I'm just having a stroke. Yeah, it wouldn't be the first time. Wow, that is an odd flavor. I like it, though. They well, have kind of a buttery popcorn flavor. Yeah, right. I guess that maybe because it's out of context. It just seems that way. I guess. Well, I mean, all the sugar is going to give it a sweeter note anyway. Mm. I'm considering it basically is just a stick of sugar. Where did you find these? Amazon. But they also had the mushroom that I mentioned, and they had like two or three other flavors. I was going to get the whole set, but they wanted a lot of money. Blue cheese. No, but they had um, hot sauce, um, which Ugh. I'm surprised you didn't go. And you didn't buy that? Because hot sauce. And they were red and white. Well, oh, great. Yeah. So you just put them in with the rest of the candy canes? Fuck yeah. Well, how spicy would it be? Well, it's probably just going to taste like... It didn't say it was hot. It just said it tastes like hot sauce. And then... Um, this is a very confusing thing. Right? Savory candy cane. So I'm going to tell you, I had Thanksgiving dinner candy corns. Mm -hmm. Marissa and I tried them, and it's all except for the stuffing one and the broccoli one and the cranberry one. There were six. They did not taste good at all. We also had taco truck. Marissa really liked those. Taco truck what? Jelly beans. Not. And they were good-ish. I only liked the uh, churro one because it was basically cinnamon sugar. <laughs> yeah. But salsa one was nasty and the meat one was okay. And there was a few others, but I don't remember what they were. This is a very weird experience. This is very weird. And I, I don't know how to put it in the words. It's just I'm still getting the buttery popcorn flavor. I I, I well I'm now sure, I'm, I'm sure used to not, it. That's, I'm sure that's not what it's supposed to be. But well, no, it's supposed to be mac and cheese. I don't get any cheese. I get popcorn. Yeah, I'm not getting cheese at all. Mm -mm. I like them. I would probably buy them again. Maybe I'll get the whole set except for the mushroom for uh, well, Christmas. Just leave them in a bowl. Yeah. We'll put them in a bowl and then we'll... Uh, we'll get the whole set and just tell her it's not to eat the purple. That's true. Mm. Yeah, don't risk it. No. Damn. Well, I like these. Mm. Chris doesn't know what to think. I mean, it's not like a wholly unpleasant flavor, but it's not really one I would crave at any point in time either. You don't like buttered popcorn? I love buttered popcorn, but I like it on popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> Weirdo. Eat popcorn. Popcorn. There's nothing wrong with that. Freak. That's weird. 
I know. Which is the main because reason. Because for the flavor, the texture, the, the whole experience is wrong. Yeah. And then the flavor you get out of the experience you're having is all wrong. Yeah. But I still don't, I still don't really taste the mac and cheese. Mm-mm. No, I, I don't either. Like I said, not a wholly unpleasant experience, just not one that I'm comfortable with. Okay, so the mushroom candy canes are not purple, they're brown, and they're shiitake flavored. Ketchup, pizza, Ooh. bacon, sardine. Oh. This one. That'd be weird. Hot cocoa. Especially if they nailed the flavor of sardine. Sour cream and onion. Be Hot nice. cocoa is actually Brock's. So, sour cream and onion, fancy pickle, fancy pickle. Um, yes, that's Hershey's. Sigmund Freud candy book. What? Oh, here it is. That's what I'm doing. Eighteen piece flavored holiday candy games. Naughty or nice candy cane game. You spin the dial, and you got to eat that candy cane. Wheel of soda. <laughs> exactly. Here's the Red Hots. But those are going to taste like Red Hots. No, they don't taste like mac and cheese. Ketchup and mac and cheese candy canes. Did I already read those? Yes. Yes. So, yeah, that's what it, that's what his candy canes yeah, are. The ketchup would be weird, too. Not as weird as sardine. Sardine would probably be... Sardine is 12 bucks. Even if, even if they don't quite nail the flavor, you know? Yeah, it'd be very fishy. Mushroom is only seven dollars. The bacon is eight bucks. Why is the sardine so much? Uh, maybe because it's harder for them to come up with the flavor. Is it a different company? Or is it no, it's it's R.J. McPhee's. Huh. Weird. Yeah, just get me like a whole thing of those and stick them on my desk at the holidays. I would say you huh. just buy this candy cane game, throw the game away, and put those on your desk. What the hell kind of candy cane is this? It's purple. What color are the sardine ones? Gray. <laughs> gray and white Pick, uh, <laughs> fancy pickles green and white sour cream and onion is green a light green and yellow gray. these are of course <laughs> yellow yeah it's gray and white and then the pizza ones are red and yellow the bacon ones are red and white and the ketchup ones oh they have the multi-stripe so they they're red and white but they one of the stripes is that multi-stripe yeah and then the uh, is this really good? Couldn't find a more pleasing. The shiitake, the shiitake candy canes are like light brown. I mean, they could have gone with blue. It doesn't have to be gray. Ugh. It's gray. It doesn't have to be the color of sardine paste. Richie McPhee has a Archie uh, McPhee. Archie McPhee. Sorry, well, his brother. Uh, I don't want to remember what, what flavors he's got. No, no. He has a... Pencil. Dis- <laughs> Carpet. <laughs> Sawdust. Archie McPhee, Disappointed Sigh, Electric Sound Maker. So it's a soundboard that just does sighs. Maybe we should get one of those. I don't know. We could get... <laughs> we could get the Bigfoot... Uh, emergency electronic noise maker. Just makes Bigfoot noises. Howl, snort, roar, and groan. Would you actually hit the button that goes snort? <laughs> Howl, <laughs> groan. That would be great. 
So the disappointed sign. Yeah, those are, those are not really that hard to get manufactured. We could have that made up of the Achieving Reality soundboard. You have to do have to have Bam do the sound effects for it. <laughs> no, we just get stuff on the show. <laughs> disappointed sigh is male sigh, female sigh, shocked sigh, end of the world sigh. So shocked is. <gasps> That's not a sigh. That would be a shocked sigh. No, it's a sharp intake of air. It's not a sigh. <laughs> There's an office possum. There's an emergency chicken noisemaker. Uh, office possum? Yeah, you just kind of hang them on the side of your monitor or something. It's just possum to sit there on your monitor? Hey, we need a new product. Fill out the catalog. Office possum. Okay. All right, run with it. Here's my, uh, the idol for my cult of the banana. (laughs) I like it. The buddy doll. Yeah. I like the mac and cheese. We have the buttered popcorn, basically. <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if they just put the wrong flavor in there? Well, they don't. I didn't even see a buttered popcorn flavor, so maybe they used to have it and it's had left over. There you go. So I like it. Chris is on the fence. I don't think he's going to finish his. I'm not going to finish that one. You can throw it away later. Um, throw it away now. Boom, boom. Stuck to your head for the rest of the show. So Mister Collins, what happened to you? Uh, mac and cheese. Cue <laughs> butter popcorn. Slash mac and cheese music. Hey, guys. Hey. Time to learn something new. Again. Ish. Again. <laughs> yes. Move up my sleeve. Presto. How to make toast in an oven. Oh. I don't know how to do that. Well, you're about to learn, motherfucker. I said I won't do it. Still gonna learn it. That's why I got an air fryer. You can make toast in there, Mark? Sure. Why not? You do everything else in there. Fair enough. I mean, it's basically a toaster over with a fan. And a rotisserie. Yeah, mine has a rotisserie. So does mine. It's no fun standing next to a toaster. Oh, you, got a, you got a new one? Yeah, it's just not out. Oh. I bought it. And I was like, I'm not gonna unpack it just to repack it. See what I'm saying? So... Six months from now, you're unpacking it. And it's like, this is broken. It shouldn't be. It's just sitting in the... Uh... I mean, I opened it and looked. I just had... I didn't unpack it. It's no fun standing next to a toaster making toast for a crowd. <laughs> Unless you get one of those speed toasters. Is this a thing that happens often? Apparently. We had about seven, eight people over. They all wanted toast. You know. Everybody wanted two pieces of toast. To speed things up and make toast without a toaster, use your oven! For the fastest, for the for the fastest method, lay a few slices of bread down below the broiler element, and above heat, the broiler element, and heat them until they're lightly toasted. If you need to make a full sheet of toast, lay slices a of full bre- sheet of toast. Holy sheet toast! Lay slices of bread on a sheet and bake them until they're crisp on both sides. Then lay a sheet pan. Doesn't say that. Just says cook it a sheet on a sheet. You go get a sheet, stick it in the oven, yeah. put your bread on it. Hopefully it's an asbestos sheet. No, it's, it's polyester. The slow toasted bread won't be as crunchy, but you can make a larger amount of toast. I'll be covered in soot from the sheet. One. One. Lay slices of bread on baking sheet. Get out a rimmed baking sheet and arrange as many pieces of bread as you like in a single layer on the sheet. 
It's fine if the slices touch each other, but don't overlap and they won't toast properly. My toast is touching his toast. I don't like that. Stop touching my toast! The toast shouldn't touch each other. Move a middle rack. Uh, move a rack. Move a rack move to the middle rack. Move that middle. I remember salt and pepper doing that. Move that middle. <laughs> move a rack to the middle of the oven and preheat the oven to about three fifty. Position a rack. Three fifty. Yes. Or a piece out of that salt. Okay. The uh, or one hundred and seventy seven degrees Celsius. Position a rack so it's in the center before you turn on the oven. Three hundred fifty degrees Celsius. <laughs> Quick toast. <laughs> Fire. Done. <laughs> Just open the door and all the, everything toasts. Open the door and use the toast as a shield. Yeah. This helps the bread toast evenly. Right, let me flip the two bread. Open it again. Put the sheet in the oven and heat the bread for five minutes. Keep the oven door closed so the hot air circulates around the slices and <laughs> leave the door open. And cook them until they begin to, to dry too. out a little on the top. <laughs> you don't want them to cook too fast. Just leave the door open. For extra crunchy toast. Oh, it's warm in here. And for extra crunchy toast... What's the oven set to? 350 Celsius? <laughs> brush the, be- the bread with melted butter before you toast it. The butter flavors the bread and helps crisp it in the oven. So melt the butter first and then put it in the bread? Yeah. Duh. <laughs> Flip- set your microwave to 350 degrees Celsius. Flip the toast <laughs> over and heat for it for, minutes. for another five minutes. Wear oven mitts to take the sheet out of the oven and use tongs to flip over each slice of bread. The video that they have of them half doing this is not them taking it out of the oven. They're just flipping it over in the oven. But they've only got two slices of bread on this pan. And it's not even a quarter pan. <laughs> so we don't want to crowd them. You said you can crowd You just don't want to overlap them. I'm just going to build a big pyramid of bread. Return the pan to the oven and cook the bread for another five minutes so they're toasted on the other side as well. Five, take the toast out of the oven and butter it. Butter the inside of all the pieces of bread so it's cut into the pyramid. It's just like molten lava comes pouring out. I told you it was cursed. Turn off the oven and take the sheet out. It's almond raw bread. Spread softened butter over each slice and serve them immediately. Just softened butter, not melted butter. Right. If you prefer spread jam, honey, cheese, or Vegemite. avocado, or Vegemite or Marmite over the toast or instead. Or thermite. That gets your toast done fast. Toast is the best texture right after you make it, but you can store it in an airtight container for up to a day. Because, yeah. Ew. Ew. What is that? Day old toast? Hey, no, it's just not day old bread. Because I toasted it, and it's kind of brownish. Week old bread or day old toast, I'm not sure. <laughs> Quick toasting using the broiler. One, lay slices of bread on the rack directly below the broiler. Adjust the oven rack so it's about three inches below the broiler's heating element. Then, place as many slices of bread as you want to toast directly on the rack. Leave at least half an inch of space between each slice of bread so they heat evenly. So, so you're talking about lay it on the rack? Oh, they're using a toaster it? oven. That's why it's such a small rack. Laying it on the rack or laying it on a pan? On the rack. On the rack. So you get grill marks. Uh, apparently. Turn the bloiler. The bloiler? The bloiler. Turn the bloiler to low. Turn the broiler to low. Jack, you didn't reset the bloiler. <laughs> if, if your broiler has several settings, choose the lowest heat setting. If your broiler doesn't have different settings, simply turn the broiler on. Wait until you put the bread under it before turning it on. 
What? Your broiler doesn't have different settings. Simply turn the broiler on. Wait until you put the bread under the broiler before turning it on. And don't tell us to just turn it on. It's also important to stay next to the broiler while toasting the bread because it can burn quickly. Broil the toast for 60 to 90 seconds. Heat the bread until it looks golden brown on top or as toasted as you like it. Keep the door open so you can watch the bread as it boils. Boils? If you're bo- Broils. Yes, boils. If you're, if, so leave the door open this time. In this case, yeah. If your broiler won't operate with the door open, close the door, but check the toast after it's broiled for a minute. Then flip the bread over and broil it for another 60 to 90 seconds. Whereof emits, pull the rack with the toast away from the broiler element, flip each side over, and push the rack back under the element. Or in this guy's case, just open the door and flip the fucking stuff. Then heat the bread until it's golden brown on the opposite side. Avoid using plastic tongs close to the broiler since the heat may damage the utensil. Yes, metal or silicone only. Mm-hmm. Or, or, or uh, bamboo. Mm-hmm. Remove the toast and add butter or your favorite topping. Same as before. Make toast. Should I use gas or electric oven? Both gas and electric ovens will work. If you use a gas oven, the bread may absorb some of the smell. You can use a coal-based oven if it makes heat. Can I put some butter on the bread? If that's what you prefer, absolutely. Try softening the butter by setting it out on the counter for a few minutes. Uh, well, how, you, how long can you... If you're doing that broiler thing, then no, you probably shouldn't because the butter will drip down into the bottom of the oven. That's true. Just put a drip pan under it. That's also true. But now you're getting all fancy. It's also different. <laughs> well, you know me, I have to be more different. <laughs> how long can you store toast that's been buttered? Oh, no. You're not going to be able to get that thing restored. What? Use staples. Oh, why do I want that restored? It's not even damaged. I'm watching the restoration guy. Yeah. It's all pissed off when people use The staples. big one I want restored, the one that was on the wall over there by the Coca-Cola lamp, that one I would like to get restored. Um, how long can you store toast that's been buttered? You should eat buttered toast immediately because the butter will soften the bread. If you store the bread, it will become soggy. And it's probably moldy. Yeah, there's probably some other health risks in there as well. Just saying. Do you put butter on toast before or after? That's really your preference. Putting butter on the bread before you toast it can potentially cause the butter to drip off into the oven or toaster, but it can also make your toast crisper. Uh, it's also easy to toast your bread. Rear. That's true. It's also easy to toast your bread plain so you can get it to the perfect amount of toast that you like and then add some tasty butter to it. But it's really up to you. So there you put jam on it before I toast it. Hey, whatever works for you. It tastes like pie. So there you go. Now you know how to make toast in an oven. Should I put marmite on it before I toast it? Probably not. And it's going to smell like... Dark marmite. And tires. <laughs> tires, yeah. So there you go. Now you've now learned how to make toast in your oven. I'll even write that down. Toast. Which means I'm not going to read the other one that has to do with this. What? It says how to make toast. How to, how to make buttered toast. Oh. Put butter on bread. Put bread in toaster. All right, so cue toasty music. Okay, I'm going to Europe. Hey, you just chill out over there, Rice Krispies. Bringing us from Europe today. I brought 
Hey, I was just about to ask if you would grab one of these. And I forgot. And then you grabbed it. So there we go. Actually, Dave, like Dave Bear wants to come with a six, a 12-pack of these and some other flaming hot thing that he found. <laughs> but uh, So, Mountain Dew Flaming Hot. Dew with a blast of citrus and heat. Flavor with other natural flavors. Caution, Flaming Hot Taste. Um, <laughs> flaming Hot Taste. I'm going to take my glasses off because i got to get these real close. And the reading lenses on that aren't really for reading. We've got our cups. Try that again. Oh, yeah, here you go. Oh, oh. Um. Now it's time for news meditation. Um. Carbonated water, high fructose, corn syrup. Uh, natural flavor, citric acid, gum arabic, sodium benzoate, caffeine, sodium citrate, yellow number five, glycerol, ester of rosin? Who's Cal- she? I don't know. But it's... Est- it's I thought we learned about her in history class. Calcium, disodium, EDTA, yellow number six, red number 40, bottled under the authority of PepsiCo. Under the authority of like special agents sitting there watching the bottling process. Well, all right. Let's see how this is. Be careful. I don't know what the combustibility of it is. Oh, yeah, I don't want that spattering all over the computer. No, that would be bad. Yes, that would be bad because it's got sugar in it. Yeah. I like the zero ones. and cheese. I don't know what your measurement process is, but it always looks like you're trying to be so precise. I know. It always winds up just draining it in the one poor soul's cup. Ooh. That's got an interesting smell to it. Look, you just crumple it up and sit on the table. Is the thing not back there? It is. That's how I set my period for the end. I throw it in the thing. Ah. It smells like spicy orange. It smells like blood orange. <laughs> the trial out. There, there's a little. I'm not getting. Kind of, kind of zesty. Bit when after you swallow, it's kind of I'm kind get, of lingers. It feels. It, it feels spicy, but it's just not. I think that might just be the bubbles. No, no, no. no I'm not getting that at all. I'm getting plenty of the lime and the citrus, but yeah, I'm not getting any. I was expecting it to taste like flaming hot. But it's not, I mean, it's not. Like they took a batch of flaming hot stuff and just dumped it into it's the. It's not like thing. hot. It's just kind of like got this. There's a little bit, just a tiny bit, but it's mostly that, that same tingly feeling. Maybe you got the spicy half. Oh, yeah. All I'm getting is sweet. I mean, that it literally just tastes like a different style Why of Mountain Dew. that cup down on top of the cord? Because I'm weird. <laughs> it's changed pitch now. He's <laughs> splashing up like we're, we're, we're. I don't know. I mean, it's okay, but it's not what I expected. Well, I mean, they're not going to make a drink that tastes just like flaming hot. Why not? Kind of 
It would sell it. It would. You know, it would sell, man. It's the only first. people that are buying this are the pepperheads and the do freaks, anyway. I mean, the first week it must sell, but they're like, it's not really flaming hot. It's just. You know. it, well, that's that's why there's so much left on the shelves now because they tried it and went, oh, it's not really flaming hot. Well, it's, a, it's not something that they're intending to keep up. This is something they want to. It's been on the shelves for more than a month. It's yeah. a niche thing. It's a novelty thing. It's definitely that. They got like a whole bunch of stuff. They got like these various Baja flavors now. Dude, Baja Gold. Did you see that one? Yeah. No zeros, but I got yellow paint on my hand. Congratulations. Congratulations? Yeah. Did I graduate? Well, you graduated from green with the yellow. Always gonna be green. All right. Well, I'm not impressed. So it's all right, but I mean, I, 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 I wouldn't get up a regular do. I give it a. I give it a meh. I give it a, oh, it's a soda. But yeah, I mean, it has a little bit of tingly sensation to it. I wouldn't call it spicy. Ooh, a little bit of tingly sensation. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Like I said, I wouldn't buy it over a regular Mountain Dew. No. But it's not bad. I mean, if it's something like, they were going for it, going for broke, and they get pure flaming hot. Then, well, not even like one sip, and like, okay, that's done. If you're interested, it doesn't taste like flaming hot anything. Though it is, I mean, it's good. It's just not what the the label says it is. <laughs> so. I think it has a little bit too. No, it. it does. No, so it does. No, so uh, a little bit. Uh, cue uh, a little bit there. Mountain don't music. All right, there you go. Another episode of Achieving Reality, the podcast, done and done. I hope you really enjoyed it. It's a lot of fun making these things sometimes. Uh, let's see, mac and cheese candy cane. Yeah, I know. I liked it. I'm a weirdo. I even brought it to work and let Todd Parks try it. He was like, no, I don't think so, and threw it out. Making toast in the oven? Who knew? I mean, I guess it would take a lot longer, and it's not going to be as toasty unless you've got, like, you know, one of those special kind of Toasters, like a salamander, I think they call it, in there. And then the flaming Hot Mountain Dew. and eh, not flaming, not hot, not very Mountain Dewy. Whatever. It is what it is, and we tried it. And now we're going to move on to the next one. All right, so for Chris Mercer in parentheses and everybody else involved, I'm Larry saying, don't let Neil get your flaming Hot Mountain Dew. Oh, my God, it's just the weirdest thing. See ya.
Hey there, listeners. Larry here. If this is your first time listening, then, hey, how's it going? If you're listening with a friend or just kind of ran into us, I can help you find us some more. You can find us by searching on Spotify or Podbean by typing in Achieving Reality in the search bar, or you can go on Facebook and type in Achieving Reality and find us that way. Thanks a whole lot, and keep enjoying the show. We love y'all. Oh, broke mine.